0: everybody and thanks for tuning in to the effort of community church weekly podcast a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know god know freedom know purpose and make a difference Hey, good afternoon, Ephrata Community Church. It's great to be with you once again for our weekly podcast episode. And we are joined here with our pastor of pastoral care who is in the weeds of everything going around here at the church. He's like He is the hands and feet of our pastoral staff and just really touching base with every person here in the church and what's going on. Love this man dearly. This is Dennis Scalise. Dennis, do you want to say hello to those watching? Hello to those watching. Glad yes.
1: to be here this morning with my very dear friend, Matthew.
0: You forgot my name. Ma- I'm no, such a dear friend. No, I wanted to say my name. Matthew. <laughs> it is great to be with you guys here. Each week, we uh, like to take a few moments just to unpack the message from the previous weekend, yep. have a little dialogue around it, and uh, really just provide some more encouragement to you wherever you're watching from. And uh, yeah, just excited this past weekend we um, had Lisa Hostler joining us this weekend. Message. And uh, to capture the whole thing, it had to do with just being um, wherever you're at throughout your week, sharing Jesus, just whatever it looks like for you to share the gospel with other people, um, to really, you know, get before the Lord and say, like, God, would you empower me to share Jesus? And and Lisa had a number Mm -hmm. of stories she shared, which is really kind of uh, more on the newer experience for her, you know, Mm -hmm. given the life experiences that she's had recently, um, the Lord really catalyzed in her, this evangelism grace Mm -hmm. to share Jesus, which then provides an anointing on her message just to deposit that same grace onto us uh, here Mm -hmm. at ECC. So I I really enjoyed the message. What did you think about it, Dennis?
1: Yes, I thought it was a great message and and how she, she as Lisa Hostler shares Jesus with others, and it became—it's become a lifestyle for her. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was exactly interesting. Right. Some people yep. think it's something that's extra of your life, and she makes it her lifestyle. Her, she she just does it as something very. Natural. It didn't start out that way, she'll tell you, but it became very natural for her.
0: Yeah, and it's invitational in nature just to realize like, wow, that can become natural for me as well. Absolutely. Uh, Just going throughout my day with this constant perspective of like I'm encountering people all the time throughout my day. I have no idea what their story Mm -hmm. is, where they're at with the Lord, and I have an opportunity to be a light to that Mm -hmm. person. And it's it's a beautiful message and uh, it's something we can all draw from. And so uh, part of one of the questions I had for you Dennis Um, you know the way Lisa shared her stories was you know she would have said like not everybody that she shares Jesus with would have given their lives to the Lord right there in that spot although some have she's Mm -hmm. just part of the storyline right Mm -hmm. and and God's gonna take care of the rest it's on him to do Um, but the reality is each person who is saved is because someone else uh, really represented Jesus to Mm -hmm. that person relayed the reality of the gospel And so I'm curious, like, do you, in your story, Dennis, and and how you ended up giving your life to the Lord, I'm curious to hear, like, um, what are some one or two or or several pivotal figures that would have relayed that message? And the reason I'm asking is because this should inform us of the reality that, like, it's actually pretty simple, I imagine. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, to, just to um, simply share the good news of Jesus uh, and represent Jesus well, mm-hmm. and realize that these moments that might seem simple or small right. actually carry a little bit yes. more weight than than Absolutely. we might assume. So, yeah, go ahead. One of the first
1: encounters I had with someone that knew Jesus personally, I was in college and I was getting a degree in psychology, and I was asked to be on a panel for religious life in college, representing the religion that I was part of. And the religion I was part of had no paradigm for salvation. Just didn't. It's just the way it, it was a religion. And I remember the, when I was on this panel, this woman looked at me and says, I have a question for you, pointing at me. There was like four or five of us, different kind of religions, Islam, all of it was there. Hmm. And she pointed at me and says, have you found Jesus? Now, being a typical... This is in
0: front of a whole group. Oh, yes.
1: And being a typical arrogant... <laughs> college student I said well I didn't know he was lost I didn't oh. realize I was lost well but bad. she at that moment I know this she at that moment began to pray for me I knew oh. it so that was the first contact with the person that had this idea that you need to find Jesus so the second contact I had was in a very dark place um, I was I lived in the city I was part of I just become part of a community theater and the lifestyles there are very dark. It was not a place where you'd think a believer should be. But God thought there should be one there. And there was this one woman who was part of the, the uh, cast that would just talk so freely about Jesus. Mm. And I remember she would engage me in conversation. And I would tell her about being in my religion. And she, but she would continue to say, Well, I just know Jesus. And it fascinated me and it scared me at the same time. Hmm. She wanted to pray for me, and I know on one or two occasions she asked if I would pray with her, and I, I couldn't, I wouldn't. I knew it was a big step, I just wasn't sure what it meant so it was only a i would say several months later where I hurt my back and i um, and I ended up being in my parents' home again I had my own apartment because my apartment had two floors a flights of steps and I couldn't take them at the time but I went back to my parents' house and I was in my old room and every Catholic household has a picture of Jesus in every room or a crucifix or something in that case it was a picture of Jesus and it was a very stunning picture of Jesus with this heart exposed with a crown of thorns around a sword through it a crown on it Deep-set eyes, beautiful picture. And all I remember is taking that picture off the wall and saying, and in tears, just saying, all I want to do is follow you. That's the day I was saved, well, except I didn't know I was saved because I didn't have a paradigm for it. It was only later that same lady who shared with me in the theater explained that salvation.
0: Well, so when that moment happened, um, you know, you were in a mm-hmm. really broken position. Yes, I was. Um, the memory of that lady sharing Jesus with you—is that going through your mind, or was I, it, I'm sure was it that? was?
1: Okay. I, I like at the time, I what it was. I think it set the stage for me sure. to understand that there is someone. That has a relationship with Jesus. Sure, and I didn't have that. So yes, so, it did yeah. set that stage. Sometimes
0: In hindsight, you look back and you realize like that was such a pivotal part of my journey. What she was sewing into me. That's. I would, um, yes. Yeah.
1: I would say that that woman that began to pray brought me to the woman that shared with me and planted the seeds and she also watered and then God brought the harvest.
0: So how does that inform you today you know in the way you you live out your Christian faith and the way you relate to other people obviously you're pastor here Mm -hmm. so it goes with the territory that you're you know that that sharing about you know Jesus with those who don't know him as well as encouraging people to take a greater step in their walk Mm -hmm. with the Lord but how does that inform you when you're just living your life you know you're at the gym you're taking walks around the neighborhood you're you know, weeding your garden. Like, what does a day in the life of Dennis Scalise look like, and, and how do you share Jesus?
1: It's funny when you say at the gym because that's been several times is that, that right? I've been able to yeah. share Jesus. Very specifically, um, it's not during the workout. It's usually afterwards in the locker room. We have a sauna there. Several times there were. I, I just learned to in, start a conversation in the sauna. In the sauna, <laughs> and I'm—I can only handle so much. But I end up like I could do about ten minutes in this. I end up twenty minutes sometimes. Is but, that right? But oh I'm talking and
0: telling them about Jesus. Honestly, it works. I got to stop you there because yeah. I, I love the sauna. We, you know, and you, we've talked about this a number of times. I just want you to know I'm a pastor. And I would not engage that conversation in the sauna. <laughs> like I just like I'm not here. I'm not here for that. But that's beautiful. I love that. That's amazing. And to each his own, right? Like, and, and you that, ask how I do exactly. But that that almost uh, proves the point. I guess that that goes through my mind is like it's not a one. There's not one formula to sharing right, Jesus. Exactly. You know, Lisa's here sharing what it looks like for her. Which is empowering because it expands the horizon of how people can uh, engage evangelism. Right. The right. topic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not a. This is what has to be. This right. is how you have to do it. Um, in fact, like there's just a variety of ways. And and although the the um, story takes on very you know, practical details of what mm-hmm. it looks like, yeah. the elements can be pulled from that and, and placed in any type of scenario, which mm-hmm. is just, as, as Lisa would have shared, um, just treat them like you already know them, yeah. was her exactly. one like, Exactly. Like, just engage with the person you're with, like, mm-hmm. as if you've already known them, mm-hmm. um, and, and just being kind and gracious and, you know, things that we shouldn't have to tell people to do, but yet... You know, I need reminded, like in the middle in the middle of my day, to be like, okay, Matt, calm down. You can actually be kind and then mm-hmm. smile. Smiling is helpful. Um, and so, I, I love that it's you're sharing the gospel in the sauna. And it's not the only place I share. Oh, that's not it. That's not <laughs> no, there's the plenty of okay.
1: places, but it, you said the gym, and that just I yeah, think, yeah, because that's happened. I can't tell you how yeah. often. Yeah, How that's
0: happened. So sharing the gospel for you, is it something that like, um, and I'm thinking about the variety of people that make up Effort of Community Church mm-hmm. that hear a message on evangelism. In your experience, has, has it always been something that if somebody would get up and say, hey, you have to show Jesus, share Jesus with people. That, you, that always... You were all you all you always met that message with a yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll do it. Or did you ever deal with like fear of man, or like did you ever feel like guilty for what you weren't doing? Shame, you know, different things that people feel yes, and experience. All of the above. Oh, go ahead.
1: But learning to again, we can live by our feelings if we want to, but I choose to live by a decision. Hmm. And what I used to do is I used to walk when I was first saved. Not knowing, I didn't even know Jesus that well, but I would walk the streets of Reading and I would begin just randomly, sometimes just seeing someone. I, I saw a, a kid crying at, a, 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 sitting by the, the a, a lamppost there, uh, I think it was street light, and just going up and talk to him and find out, why are you crying? Hmm. And and try to offer what I could offer, and I think that particular kid I took to a friend of mine that lived in town, and we, I mean, I think we did the whole gamut with this kid. Got him help, got him, you know, what we could do, it's right. just, you look, I, I don't even know if I looked for opportunities, or just got myself into a place where opportunities would come to me. And yeah. Sometimes you have to do that.
0: Yeah. Both and. Yeah. yeah. I want to be like Dennis when I grow up. Um, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That. I have a, a very different journey which you know, um, just to keep it brief, like I had really traumatic experiences growing up and in, 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 um, mm-hmm. in high school and things like that which caused me to really just I don't want to be in the public view, I, it's much more comfortable for me to just like hide out, be in the background and not not be in the spotlight because anytime mm-hmm. I was drawn, anytime attention was drawn to me, it always <laughs> was a painful experience yeah, and and because of that um, I also had this perspective kind of um, that like you don't talk about religion or politics mm-hmm. it was kind of a, yep. a a statement that I would have heard yep. and really kind of just felt like wow okay if you can't talk about these elements that, that means they're hostile in nature Yeah, and two things going on if I'm gonna if I'm gonna Tell people about Jesus. Like, how can I share the good news of Jesus Christ while introducing hostility at the mm-hmm. same time? That I always had such a difficult time mentally with that, mm-hmm. as well as um, I didn't. If it is going to introduce hostility, and because of my history, my mm-hmm. my painful experiences, it's like that's the last thing that mm-hmm. I'm ready to do. And so there was a there was actually a long journey of inner healing and, and and things that I needed to walk through before I actually could hear. Um, not just a message on evangelism, because, you know, if you're in a Christian community, that the message is there, yeah. for better or for worse, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's a religious spirit driving, you better do it or else, uh, or it's actually Jesus saying, come and be with me where I am, and I will make of you a fisher mm-hmm. of men. I will I will empower you to represent me well, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I think is a true message on evangelism. To even get to that point was such a long journey of actually getting mm-hmm. healing, and, and I wonder... Um, what's empowered me is to realize one of the the, let me say it this way a key element that has empowered me with peace as well as confidence to share jesus was was what lisa hostler was saying be yourself and and be like you're with your friends just like just be who you are wherever you are Mm -hmm. like that is such an empowering, simple truth yep. that I need to remind myself because I realize that, like, that you're going to find the, the the best representation of Jesus that I can put off, put off that I can do that right. is is who I truly am in, you know, without any type of um, form to take right. on or a or pressure to have to represent something. Mm-hmm. Is this making sense? Yeah, Maybe it's I'm called your on. light shining. Yeah. That's all it is. It is. Yeah, being an aroma. A- absolutely. Hopefully a and, pleasing and, and, one.
1: And, you know, the Word of God says simply that God blesses the righteous and surrounds them with his favor. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people are attracted to the favor of God in your life, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll respond to you. I, I, I sometimes simple. I, I start by a simple question, it, like you said with the sauna. Do you, do you live around here? Yeah, and then we start, and I start in the next time. Oh, is that what do you do? Oh, oh, uh, and then they'll ask me what I do. Now that I'm a pastor. Oh, but sometimes that's the open door. Yeah. I just whatever I am. That's what I am, and yeah. then it opens
0: the door. to show Yeah, more. That's awesome, Dennis. You're amazing, and every time. <laughs> I can't unsee what I've seen in saunas in the past, and therefore the idea of engaging someone in conversation by itself, whatever we're talking about, is just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep my eyes down on the ground, close them, I've seen things.
1: <laughs> I, I, eye to eye. That's how I handle it. Just eye to eye. It works.
0: You are awesome, Dennis. All right. That is going to bring us to a conclusion here for this week's episode. Um we're excited about this coming weekend. We have Mike yes. Wanger. Who's yes. He's going to be bringing the word I this weekend. I look forward to that. It's going, we're going to laugh. We're going to be challenged. It's going to be yep. a lot of fun. Yep. So look forward to being with you again here next week as well as this weekend at our services. Thanks for tuning in today. God bless you, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com.